Hey, Charlie. Yeah, Giovanni. You want to be on top? Um, could I get like a little ranch on the side? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Naya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? (laughs) Yes. Welcome back to the original You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I am your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I am joined by my illustrious co-host, the singular Dr. Giovanni Anaya, who was recently promoted to chair of the film, TV, and media department of the ANTM Institute International. Hi, everyone. I am living proof that if you work hard enough, you will get the job. The the American dream. (laughs) The American dream is to be promoted within your own company. (laughs) Dr. Anaya has never missed a go-see. No, never. And we have a special guest today joining us for his second visit. Please introduce yourself to the panel. Well, hello there. I am Fulton. <laughs> hello there. Fulton, I have a question for you. What's your question? So since we last saw you, you had only watched, you know, two cycles, I believe. Do you have a new favorite model? Let's see. Do I have a new favorite? I, lo- I love Yaya this season. I love Yaya. Takara. Uh, Naima from season four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that's my Detroit sister, so I gotta. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Giovanni's I'm going to be honest, as far as I've made it. My life has been very hectic. Giovanni <laughs> nodded and said okay, but he actually was sharpening his knife when he said that. that. <laughs> That's why I added the my Detroit sister part of it. <laughs> okay, but I'm glad I'm glad you've added more growth to the roster. We love we love growth. Let's get down to business, boys, and work through today's episode. We are discussing cycle three, episode three. Let's cut let's cut to the chase. Cassie, our Midtown, not Midtown, I meant to say Midwest girl, is obsessing about food out loud. Not about consuming it, but the lack there of just looking at it and smelling it. (laughs) Um, And she says in her confessional, and if in order to be a model, I have to be skinny, I will. And not since this moment, have we heard another iconic line from... I think she inspired Carl Lagerfeld in saying that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Mm-hmm. 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 We get cut to Amanda calling her 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 baby boy Elijah. She sings the Itsy Bitsy Spider, not on key, but I don't blame her because I can't sing that well either. And she informs us that that Elijah was conceived to the hour on September 11th. A lot of information. A lot of information. Um, didn't need to know that, but good for her. Amanda, um, what were you doing when the towers fell? Or should I say, who? who? <laughs> well, let's cut her some slack. Maybe she meant like at midnight <laughs> on September 11th. Uh, uh, at, okay, I hope it was 12.01 a.m. September 11th <laughs> right. and not like 9.54 a.m. But if you know me, you know that my birthday is on 9-11. So kind of holler at that, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She got sex for your birthday. <laughs> she what now? She yeah, she celebrated for me when I couldn't. A hard cut to Cassie who says, "I'm full now." And I think it's after she ate a branch of romaine lettuce. Um, I would like to say that I disagree. I think she had a cube of cheese because she was feeling faint. Good for her. She was consuming some sort of some sort of calories that I, night. I think it was a popular diet at the time. <laughs> she was reading Vogue then too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we see Tyra Mel. arrive and it announces that they are doing tie overs uh cut (laughs) cut to peter coppola salon where we don't get to meet peter coppola but instead the coppola empire (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm wondering he's one of the lesser coppolas (laughs) i mean he he owns a hair salon in new york like there isn't already a hair salon in new york Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, like, there, like there already isn't two other gays making a podcast too <laughs> dad i've got a great idea a hair salon but in new york city <laughs> he, could, 
he couldn't even just do like movie hair. He just had to have general hair. public hair. <laughs> general yeah. public hair, pedestrian hair. Ooh, drag him. Well, with some of these makeovers, that might be the case. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but instead, we see Mr. J, who introduces the makeup lesson and points out they are all standing inside a hair salon because it wasn't clear uh, where they do hair. What? <laughs> right? I never would have thought. <laughs> Man of many talents is Mr. Coppola. <laughs> <laughs> then we meet Anthony Palermo, Palermo, Palermo. And, Le- and Leonard Zagami, our hairstylist who will destroy these women's lives with their scissors. <laughs> and, and in some ways also change their lives. You know. For the worse. <laughs> some people believe haircuts make you more powerful I, I don't know we'll see have they met a gay man before ask, <laughs> have they met charlie after his appointment at rock and scissors whatever that place is called ask, ask samson what a haircut can do <laughs> okay that's a make under <laughs> and charlie won't let you forget that he got a haircut <laughs> the day before picture. Yeah, because they'll give you. you know, it, it, so- he will give you profile. Listen, I was nearly bald at one point in my life. I am living this hair every day Absolutely. while it is. Enjoy- yes, as you should. Okay, so Tyra goes down the line to announce the upgrades for the girls. Kelly's getting a long weave. Julie will have six to eight inches cut off with added volume for move. Yaya will have her braids taken out so that she can be more verse. And she'll also be seeing a dermatologist about that skin. And bland, I mean blonde. (laughs) Nicole will be getting Lucille Ball Red. Takara's getting length and thickness. Christy, she got bangs. Her hair is so now. Jennifer got her shoulder length uh, shearing of her horse's mane, which was down past her butt, and she cried. But it was donated to Locks of Love, so it went to a it went to a good place. I'm glad it's going to kids with cancer. I, 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 that was cringe the way that she said it because she said, "I'm glad it's going to charity." She yeah. had to point out who it was going yes, to. Yes. Cassie gets a weave. Amanda goes icy blonde. My favorite. I love an icy blonde bitch with icy blonde it. eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Eva goes shorter and blonder, and Narelle gets her hair chopped. Went on a rider style, and she gets her braces removed by the top. Orthodontist <laughs> <laughs> in New York City. There we go. There we go. There's, an, there, there's another one. I want to be she, orthodontist. She said we found one of the top ones. It's like, girl, you went on Yelp. Don't yeah. <laughs> Who has five stars and over a thousand reviews? What makes someone a top orthodontist? Maybe Tyra uses them. I don't know. Well, obviously, he was a winner of America's Next Top Orthodontist. Ooh, I'd watch that show. <laughs> Hard cut to Cassie just saying, I have two tracks of fake hair, and she is what living? <laughs> living. Um, cut to Anne. I, I feel a certain way about Anne's hair makeover um, because she was given the Kelly Clarkson chunky highlights, and they were a mess. A, a mess. A mess. She she waited a lifetime for a moment like this, and it's very concerning. Like this? Since she's living, would you say it's the highlight of her life? Wow. <laughs> I would, you know what? She's on a TV show on a modern condition, so I hope it's the highlight. But I just can't believe someone sat there and said, yes, and you look gorgeous with just two giant streaks in the front of your head. And also like, that they called that, quote, blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the less effort they put into a makeover the sooner they want you to go home. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens sometimes. They're like, and we're going to give you a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to blow you out of the competition. <laughs> I'm waiting for an episode where they're just like, you know what? You're perfect. You could just sit this one out. <laughs> they they have happened. done that to somebody Yeah, before. they did it to Heather. We'll cut to dinner. Um, and then everyone's obsessed with Cassie, not because of her, her two fake tracks, but because of her eating, <laughs> but her not eating. Are you saying that Cassie's from the wrong side of the tracks? <laughs> Cassie wow. has the wrong tracks on her. <laughs> Everyone orders their food. They're getting their potato on, their chicken, their pasta. And Cassie, like a true model, says, I'll have a Diet Coke and smell some food and she's full. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
know what? I've been there though. I've been there where I'm like, oh, this smells so good. And then I'm just like full. You're good. I know I'll eat the food still. <laughs> my body needs my mitochondria needs fuel. Oh wow. It's the powerhouse of the cell. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and Eva's like, hmm, Cassie, are you not eating tonight? And Cassie's like, I'm starving myself right now. But she said starving, not serving. Tyra Mill. arrives again back at the apartment and they need to pack up and leave no makeup and they have to bring an extra bag with them it sounds like um, when you're going over to the top that can host i was not ready <laughs> they end up at an indian restaurant <laughs> where Jay is wearing a blazer with huge sequins on the lapels and no t-shirt, a.k.a. gay uniform, but make it under the seat. (laughs) Sometimes we don't deserve rights. (laughs) With an outfit like that, no wonder people hate us. We surrender. Yeah. White flag. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, straight people? I get it. I I hate us too. (laughs) Right. Push me into the mud, please. (laughs) Uh, Jay is with Kiera Kabakura the newest cover girl. Their challenge is to go to an industry party, but the, but the, um, but they have to do their hair and makeup in the car (laughs) and they only have 10 minutes to do it, which I don't understand how you can do that with 12 people in a limo, but yeah. Yeah. And it's luckily they're like in a, like an Escalade limo. They weren't like in like a sedan limo because that would have been extremely complicated. There were girls popcorning around that limo, like, like popcorn. popcorn? (laughs) (laughs) The girls were doing what they were popcorning. (laughs) What does that mean? They were just popcorning. (laughs) They're popping corns. (laughs) <laughs> Looking like some Jiffy Pop. <laughs> Jiffy Pop. What's Jiffy Pop? What? So before Jemani. microwave popcorn, you used is to it that thing cool. that you put like in the little? Is that what Drew Boymer was cooking? Yes. When she got killed in Scream. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know why I know what this is and you don't. Given the fact uh, that I am game. from the okay, south. That's fair. <laughs> So after the 10 minutes, they end up at Anon John's house where Jay and Kiara judge the girls. Norell wins and picks Anne, Eva, and Christy to share the prize, which is wearing Anon John's couture at the party. That seems like a prize for Anon John, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, we cut to Norell's confession. She's like, I picked my roommates. Uh, duh, that's how you play the game. Yep. You pick the girls so that they pick you in, in reverse if they win. And then, you know, you don't go home. You keep your enemies close, but your roommates closer. Mm-hmm. So when they Or your roommate's the- boyfriend's closer. Mm, oh. <laughs> uh, so when they were saying Anon John, I was like, are they saying Anonymous John? Or- <laughs> also the top that can host. <laughs> but that is not when you bring an overnight bag to us. No. That's the one that's going to murder you. <laughs> yes. You bring yourself up. The other girls, sadly, have to wear cater waiter uniforms and serve appetizers in polyester with bow ties. Aw, boo-hoo. Hmm. Julie is having a ball at the party, though. Because she is the fifth winner. <laughs> she dances with the entertainers, and she also expresses her pride in her Indian heritage, which Yaya respects. Cassie, again, requests a Diet Coke. Also, Diet Coke was the sponsor of this episode. I feel like Diet Coke is like her poppers. Like, it makes her come alive without it. She yeah, because it's she's getting that rush of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> her mitochondria is like, girl, can you feed us something else besides Diet Coke, please? <laughs> They're like, girl, we ain't no powerhouse right now. <laughs> is this episode just really a metaphor for hookups? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it happens that way. It, yeah. it happens sometimes. It's hosted by two gay men. <laughs> <laughs> so after the party, there is a Tyra male. Back at the apartment. See whose beauty is true, it says. So the next day they meet Jay at the studio and he tells them they are doing beauty shoots, but hold on, no makeup. It's all au natural. 
So then immediately cue the psycho theme as we zoom in on Yaya, who feels very attacked by this with her rough skin. I would like to point out that you always have me on the episode where some girl is in with her rough skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Talk to our booking agent about that. I believe it's Dr. Anaya. Yeah, who is booking these? Who's booking? <laughs> so then the girls are given some Nivea hand cream. So guess what? Hands are going to be in these shots with them. And at least the hands get some TLC. Yeah, you say that now, but the hands are truly the villain of this episode. <laughs> they are. They are working against some of these girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the photo shoot, Christy was not limited, which I guess is a way of saying they thought that she would be. Uh, Julie did not connect with the camera, and Kelly didn't, quote, give to the camera either. Cassie needed a lot of reassurance from the photographer and Jay, but then the model came out, and Amanda, Amanda demonstrated that a haircut really can fix your life. We love to see it. We love to see growth. well literally because her hair grew (laughs) amanda grows physically intellectually spiritually morally in this biologically she grows as well too (laughs) her Her eyesight comes back her skin is clear (laughs) (laughs) dr anaya did note that uh, amanda can see perfectly fine without her glasses in this episode somehow Wait, does Amanda Who said that? <laughs> it's out there. Okay. Um, I just want to point something out. Um, you know, I I love when um the girls get their makeovers and then they like go straight to confessionals and they are just serving up glam. Like Cass's hair is like super voluminous. Mm-hmm. And then Illuminous. yet again, Kelly Clarkson appears on our screen because Jennifer <laughs> looks like Kelly Clarkson in the Because of You video. The girls are, go back to the apartment after the shoot. They get another Tyra mail. And it completes this episode because there is just mail after mail in this episode. It's raining mail. Out, yeah, it's raining. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, panel is tomorrow. And then Nicole's like, yeah, let's have some panel. I, want, I need some of these girls to go home. Okay. I mean, it's a competition, Nicole, so it makes sense. We meet the judges, and our guest judge this week is Danilo, the hairstylist to many top models. Um, Surprisingly, they don't name any of them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Maria. (laughs) Maria. (laughs) Um, But then they also have a second guest judge who's jay manuel who introduces them to the challenge of the weekend panel and it's they have been given makeup bags and they have to create a clean day look and a nighttime diva look on the other half of their face so a very dr jekyll and mr hyde that's the right person right now all of these girls have two faces not just amanda (laughs) <laughs> I mean, for Eva, this is like her seventh face. Sure. <laughs> Eva's like a dodecahedron at this point. Yes. Yeah. Eva and I are very similar as we're multifaceted. <laughs> and in her really case, she's just multifaced. Yeah. <laughs> is that really a comparison you want existing in the... I mean, Eva... Okay, I can't give away the end, but maybe. We never know. Um, so the girls run back to their beds, put on their faces... We get to judging the photos. Um, Chrissy had dead eyes, according to Tyra, which we know is not a good thing to have. Yes, it is like, there's there's not even like a journey for you to hell. You just go straight to hell. Eva was beautiful, but Janice pointed out she needs to cut out her artificial coke nail because it was front and center. (laughs) It was, it sold a spotlight literally because it was perfecting all the light. (laughs) Cassie had old hands. We won't say why she had old hands, but she had old hands. <laughs> um, Jennifer was bouncing at her pH balance because she was not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because her name is spelled with a pH incorrectly. <laughs> this is why the English language is so hard for people to learn. <laughs> Amanda was serving cover of Danish Vogue, which we love because any other version of Vogue is really good in the model's book. Nicole showed confidence and wowed Janice. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Chokara was gorgeous. Oh, we forgot to mention that 
this was a double photo shoot because they were showing photos of them al natural and then retouched. retouched. Yeah. And if any of our industry friends know retouching is very expensive. I'm not quite sure how much though, but it's pretty expensive. Um, I, I guess they're charging by the hour, I'm assuming, to this freelancer who's retouching the photos for them. But Takara, Takara was serving a beauty Flawless. campaign. It was that was a cosmetics campaign if I had ever seen yeah. one before in my life. Um, and it, it probably was because I was only like 14 when this aired. <laughs> Janice compared her skin to honey in that it was so smooth. But is honey smooth though? It's sticky. It's thick. <laughs> I guess honey is smooth though. I mean, it does go smooth down your throat. Wow. <laughs> it sure it does. does when you're sick. <laughs> Norel served too much hand. There was too much flesh in this photo for Danilo's liking. <laughs> it was just like, he's like, I want to strip you away and I want to see you. It did look like she was being strangled. With her own hands. With her own hands. I said earlier in the episode, the hands are the villain of this they episode. Are. <laughs> they are. It's they like, may look like your best friend, but sometimes they're not. It's like the Seth Green horror comedy film, Idle Hands. Like her Idle hands, hands are there to kill her. And we didn't like it. We were not buying what she was selling. I'm not no. sure what she was selling. She was showing, she was maybe a uh, toner. <laughs> Every time we say Anne, my instinct is to call her bland. Yep. <laughs> bland Anne. Julie looked very pedestrian, according to Janice. But in my mind, well, I guess we'll get there when we judge the photos, but okay, sure, Janice. Um, and then Janice asked her, why do you want to be a model? And she's like, well, I don't really want to be a model, but this is like my foot through the in the door because i want to work in fashion manufacturing which aka means this bitch wants to own a sweatshop i said it we were all thinking wow. it we were all thinking it. working at the sweatshop <laughs> <laughs> working from dusk till dawn or wow. dawn till dusk whatever whichever the times work yeah either well, one they, there's two shifts yeah. <laughs> or maybe they're just one. <laughs> maybe they're just one shift. <laughs> Yaya looked really good. She looked slamming. Tyra was like, I didn't think you could look soft, but you did it. Um, like, what's that supposed to mean, Tyra? Tyra, you're labeling. I see what Tyra, I see what I see what Tyra's trying to do here. And she's trying to label. Like she almost like she tried to label Eva in the beginning, but she's she, Tyra's a labeler. And then Kelly. Sweet Kelly. Kelly was bland, unfortunately. She was deer in the headlights. But you know what, though? Deer in the headlights is an emotion, you know, because it's just like, oh, my God, you're you're really present because you're about to get hit by a fucking car. <laughs> um, so she was there. She was present, at least. And then Kelly committed the most cardinal sin there is on AMTM. It's number one above anything else. It's complaining about them having chosen the wrong photo but if you read the article that Nigel released a while ago this could be true um mm. and Tyra's like no we didn't pick the wrong photo this was the, the best photo you give and Kelly was like well I would there was other ones where I gave intense eyes so Tyra where was that intense eye photo though in Kelly's imagination <laughs> I could see that Kelly's like, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we get the uh, the roll call. Uh, Amanda's called first. So we're at the roll call. Amanda's called first. Then Nicole. Then Eva. Then Yaya. Then Takara. Jennifer. Cassie. Narelle. And and Christy. Then we get our bottom two. Kelly and Julie. Tyra says neither had intensity or fire. Kelly played the blame game, as Johnny mentioned, and took no responsibility for needing to grow. Julie was only there to further her manufacturing empire and had no desire to be a model. I just don't understand why having a long-term plan is a crime. Thank you. Say it loud for people in the back. (laughs) Because modeling can't last forever. It definitely does not last forever, Janice. But, you know, there's, but, with that being said... (laughs) It does for one person and one person only, and that is Miss Naomi Campbell, because she has been modeling since the 1970s, I'm pretty sure. Well, we know how Tyra feels about that. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we blur out that name? So we're we're going gonna, to keep it out. <laughs> <laughs> out of respect for Mother Tyra. <laughs> yeah. that's, still, that's still my favorite moment, moment on the Tyra show, when she has Naomi on. Yes. With Naomi no audience members for the first half of the interview, and she's like, you scare me. 
and Naeem was like, do you even know Johnny Versace? Wow. <laughs> Naomi, you really bullied me, Naomi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, do I seem upset? <laughs> That's you know, iconic. You know. That's <laughs> an, that is an icon in the flesh. In the end, Julie goes home and Kelly oh. says that she can do better, but can okay. she? Can she? A she tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do some judging the judges. I'll see you in court. The, the discussion of the photos this episode was not super interesting and it was very quick because we have so many girls. So... Uh, why don't we just talk about the photos? Amanda, I love. It's just the wind in the hair is doing something for me. I'm not sure if I'm feeling the hand, though. The hand looks just, it looks like weirdly awkward. Mm-hmm. But like she's like about to like caress like just the one strand of hair that is just like caught in her fingertips or something. But still, the connection is there. She's looking right at the camera. For me, she's serving Tilda. Tilda Swinton. She is serving Tilda Swinton as uh, the white witch in Narnia. Again, <laughs> isn't Tilda Nordic? I I really like Amanda's picture. I think that the hair color change was the right choice because mm-hmm. it really does bring out her eyes. Yeah, agree. Uh, I don't have the same problem with the hair issue, with the hand issue that Giovanni has. Uh, because we've all been there. She, a mosquito bit her, and she. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just so it's just it, it could have been some it could I don't know. She's like at the pool with her parents, and she doesn't want them to see her hickey. Oh, that happened to me once. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> okay, okay. She's like, oh okay. me, Kelly's. I don't really mind. I think Kelly's hair looks phenomenal in this photo. Yeah, agree. Her skin looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see deer in the headlights. I see pensive and i see stoic yeah <laughs> i see a black mona lisa oh i do too you're right yeah no i i was listening to judges critique on kelly and i didn't get any of what they were talking about with that um because i once again i like this picture i like the way the light is hitting her forehead it's great <laughs> mm-hmm. i agree it's it's stunning oh and 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 is giving me this is a headshot, and I'm gonna try out for cocky boys or something. I don't know. It's very mannequin. It is. Yes. Very, she looks like very... Draco's mother from Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like she's a Nordstrom mannequin. Ooh, she might be. Uh, she's definitely not a. Um, who wasn't a mannequin? Um, Christy Alley. So, no, it was um, Kim Cattrall, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. She's definitely not that. There's also no neck in this photo. Mm -hmm. She's like, let me cover up my neck. Mm -hmm. She is. She's really just living up to her name of Bland. I mean, Anne. (laughs) Christy's photo. Oh, Charlie, go ahead. Well, I was going to say Christy is serving some Bridget Bardo realness in her photo, but Mm -hmm. lacking the activation of her face. She's lacking the Bridget Bardot. In the- I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at the photo now and I'm being entranced by Christy. Mm. I, I, she has a beautiful nose. I want that nose. Um, and I love that her lips are like, like luscious. They're like, they're like downward. Cause you know, Tyra loves the little downwards, the little downward mouth yeah. you know, when it's like heavy on the sides and it brings her mouth down. I kind of love it. The hand looks very like oh, me. Um, I like it though. I think she looks great. The picture exists. <laughs> that's, that's my note. Okay. Undisputed fact. I will say Troy Ward did a fantastic job in photographing these girls. I mean, wow, stunning. Oh, the picture isn't bad. It's Christy. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just saying I need to give credit to Troy Ward because this is yeah. an amazing, these are amazing. These are great photos. Um, I'm not, I'm not feeling, Cassie is giving me um, that supermodel Capri, Caprice. Okay, okay Charlie, you know who that I'm talking yeah. about. She's like in a ABC sitcom on a Friday night. She's like the 8.30 slot. And it's like, she's the girl next door by day. And at night, she is uh, an exotic dancer. That's what I get from this. Charlie, you are being kind with the 8.30 <laughs> Okay, I, I, I think you really described her life. <laughs> is, is, isn't she a stripper? Yes. yes. Yeah. It's giving, yeah, it's just giving like it is giving girl next door. I don't really like it. It's kind of boring. It's there's a lot of flesh going on. There's no dimension. She has her shoulder again with the shoulder up to her neck. I don't know. 
She's giving neck though, but it's just too much flesh in the photo. Mm-hmm. There's there's literally no, no, I can't see anything besides flesh. Yeah, no, I we, I agree with that. Can we stop saying flesh? Flesh, <laughs> skin. All right, Nicole. Nicole. Well, it's funny because Nicole's confessional. She she confessed to us that she was thinking about having sex, or that she was doing sex. Yeah, I could see it. I know yeah. that look. That's that's the top that you're going over to see. That's no, doing. this is this is the bottom. Right, that is this a is bottom. The, this is the bottom <laughs> who's feeling a non John, a John, a non John Johnson. Wow, she's like, yeah, let me work on that real quick. Let me just she she's secretly booty touching. Oh, <laughs> in all seriousness, great great lighting on her in the shot. There's you know, light and shadow. Um, the expression on her face is, I think, you know, in, inviting in a way. Yeah. Yes. There's yeah. definitely, she's, she's definitely she's smizing. Yeah. She's smizing. The facial expression, the head tilt, everything is very inviting. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing what Cassie thought she was doing. Yes. Ooh. Eva, Eva and the Coke nail. It's pretty, it's a pretty dominant Coke nail. <laughs> it's like right there. But her photo looks stunning. Yeah. She's giving you like, hey. Eva is pretty, yeah. <laughs> uh, this this feels album cover to me. This is like debut album. Uh, yes. Not expected to chart, but uh, they had to they had to ship it. Okay, some debut albums do chart. <laughs> <laughs> is this 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 is a self titled album, right? Yes. Though? Okay. Yes. Eva Pigford is the title. <laughs> her skin does look amazing, though. I will say that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the hair looks great on her. So loving that. Norell's. I actually, I actually kind of like Norell's. I'm How sorry. How did Winona Ryder's headshot get on this webpage? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like Norell's. Her eyes are really piercing. She's mm-hmm. making connection with the camera. Um, but I do agree with Danielle. There's too much hands. She's covering up too much. But it also, this is also emoting like, hey, I'm a, maybe I'm a little afraid to show too much of myself right now. I, this is also a beauty campaign if I've ever seen one before too. Mm. I'd agree with that. I think this is the first picture where I'm looking at it and I'm like, what are you thinking about? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at her jawline. Oh, it's sick. Jennifer uh, Jennifer looks like a Nivea ad. Thank you. I was going to say that. <laughs> she's just like, here's my hand. I'm, I used the lotion. She's making straight eye. She's making great eye contact. I don't know why they thought this was boring. I don't know. To me, it feels very seventh heaven. But I think this is, I, she looks great. The makeover really did save her. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, she has a she has a pretty symmetrical face. And you know what they say? It's been proven that supermodels have symmetrical faces. Is her face symmetrical? It is. It looks oh, okay. Sure. I, the angle that I'm looking at it, it is. I mean, we're looking at the same picture. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it I feel like it leans a little bit more to the right, but yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> It might be because that's where the light is hitting. It's just not yes, hitting. Yes, yes. But I, I yeah. think if you took, a, a, if you printed this out and you cut it in half, it would look the same either way. I think you might be right. Yeah. I'm going to trust you on that. This is your thing. Yeah. All right. We have Takara. Oh, no notes. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Oh, gorgeous. I can't stand her. She's so beautiful. <laughs> she looks like she's just about to say something, which I think is really amazing. <laughs> she does. But what is she going to say, though? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know what she's going to say. I want to know what she's thinking. She looks like she might be just about to take a breath. Yeah. That's how you, that's, and that's how you fucking model. <gasps> Julie looks like, uh, it's not bad, but it looks like a headshot. She looks like a contestant on a reality show. The price is right. <laughs> Luckily, or, she is or, a contestant. Or deal or no deal. <laughs> deal or no deal. Um, She looks like a picture you would see in a salon. Yeah. Yes. Yes, very much. Hey, hey, I want 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 the Julie. Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get the Julie, please? Instead of the Rachel, the Julie. (laughs) If you cover up her mouth, I think her eyes look amazing. And if you cover up her eyes, her mouth is like... Yeah. (laughs) What? I'm doing that right now. I I just did it, too. It's like the wrong mouth for that face. Uh, I think so. The eyebrows are amazing, though. There's a lot of teeth. Okay, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) That was also my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lastly, we have Yaya. Yaya looks like she is casting a motherfucking spell on you with her hands. She is like doing something. Is Yaya a dancer too? 
Yes, right? No, I don't Or she's think just so. really smart. But I thought she was like a dancer, maybe. I thought she had some dance backgrounds. But this is like, this is a movement. This is a moment that Troy caught. She's like doing something with those hands. She is playing with the, the she's doing something. Yeah. Would you say she is the moment? She is the moment and she is an icon. She's a moment like this. I love what, I love the architecture of her hands here because that is is kind of like yin-yang in a way, like, and she's connecting with the camera. Yeah, very she much is. so. Like the intensity. And her fucking jawline too. God, I can't. Yeah. What whatever spell she's casting, I'm 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 all in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, me, Teddy Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Dr. Anaya, who are you calling first? I am calling this is kind of hard. I don't want this job. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the judges and call Amanda first. But I don't know about calling Nicole second. Hard now. Fulton, who would you pick? I think I'm between Amanda and Yaya. And I can't decide which. Okay. Uh, Yaya. I'll be different. I'll pick Yaya. Okay. Okay. Charlie? I'm going to go with Yaya only because Nicole looks like she just stepped out of the doorway and she got hit by, like, a nor'easter. Um, What's a nor'easter? It's like... Uh, a storm, a strong storm. <laughs> uh, like her hair is like too wild. Nicole's? And, uh, oh, uh, sorry, I mean Amanda. I was looking at my notes and I was like, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> I, uh, I thought I said the wrong name. <laughs> Someone play Carrie Underwood's Blown Away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay, so you would call Yaya first, you said? Yes. Okay, yes. so oh, so sorry. my top three, how I would call roll call, would be Amanda, Takara, and Yaya. Takara did not deserve to be in fifth place. Agree, <laughs> agree. Like, what is this? It's a sabotage is what it is. My top Ooh. three would have been some permutation of that as well. Oh, your bottom. Who would be your bottom? Yeah. Um, and, and... Julie, okay, and then I would you? do a double elimination. I oh, love doing double. You love a double. I do. You love taking two at a time. <laughs> Charlie, we had wrapped up that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it is not time for round two. <laughs> um, I would have chosen Anne and Jennifer. I'm just, I'm not into Jennifer's. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Anne definitely for me. I think I'm also going to go with Jennifer on this one. Okay. I think Julie, I think Julie got eliminated because she said that shit. Because she wanted to be a manufacturer. Yes. And I think otherwise, you know, Kelly could have been on the block. I think Kelly, I think Kelly would have gone home had Julie not said anything. Yeah. Had Julie just been like, I mean, I'm really coming into myself right now and I'm still learning about myself. They Mm -hmm. would have been like, okay, you know, she's willing to grow and do more. Kelly's just willing to blame. Let's send her home. So Julie could have survived. Who knows where Julie would have been had she been eliminated in the fourth episode i don't think julie would have been in the bottom at all had she not made that conversation had she not made that comment i think it would have been yeah someone who was in our bottom mm-hmm. it could have been ann and i think ann would have gone home but who hasn't mm-hmm. been in my bottom who hasn't been in your bottom <laughs> well, never mind i'm cutting that Okay. No, leave it in. <laughs> no, no, no. Leave it in. You said it. Stand by it. <laughs> leave it in. Yeah. All right. Let's do one smize to live. So the episode's drama was all about Cassie. Cassie, Cassie, Cassie. Who? Everything's coming up. Cassie? You have Cassie. (laughs) (laughs) You get a Cassie. You get a Cassie. You all get a Cassie. So Cassie confides in Amanda during the beauty shot uh, that that she had an eating disorder. And Amanda keeps her secret by sharing it with everyone. And you know... What friend doesn't do that? <laughs> so I went back and forth on this as I was watching it because I'm like, on the one hand, that's super shitty for you to share your friend's secret that they confide in you in. But it's also a harmful secret, so you yeah. really should tell <laughs> And it's also like, would, if, had Amanda not said anything, 
they were mic'd and they were filmed when she said it. So would production have been like, yo, Tyra, this girl just admitted to having an eating disorder. What do we do? Like, would they have been like calling like an emergency elimination and be like, Cassie, you got to go home? Like, is there going to be like an intervention that we didn't yeah. see? And then Cassie's like, Cassie wasn't feeling well. And so she went to go, she went to go home. Well, she went home. Really, yeah. Amanda's options are intervening or enabling. And so she made a choice. Absolutely. Really? I would too. I'd been like, oh my God, this bitch just said she's not eating. Really, Cassie should thank Amanda because she gave her a, a storyline. Right. Ooh, okay. There goes our motherfucking storyline. In a confessional, Eva tears into Amanda for sharing the secret. But if it gets back to Tyra, because if it gets back to Tyra, she'll have to kick Cassie out. And let's be real, from what we've seen from Eva, Eva would have done this. Eva would have done it in a heartbeat. So Eva's just jealous that she didn't get to. Yes. Yeah, because Eva would have told the confessionals, Cassie told me she has an eating disorder. Someone, no matter who she told it to, someone would have said something to someone. If any one of these girls thinks they are the narrator, it is Eva. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Eva's world. They're all just living in it. Yeah. At dinner later, after the photo shoot, Cassie confronts all the girls. She she so- musters up those piss flaps and is like, listen, <laughs> girls. <laughs> Yeah. Giovanni. Keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> but you say that to all the boys. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie makes it a point when she's confronting the girls that she doesn't throw up after every meal. Jennifer tells her it's not good for her to throw up after any meal, really. And says, even if you throw up one time, it's an eating disorder. Later, Amanda goes into the phone booth and calls her mom. She apologizes to her mom for what she did to Cassie for whatever reason. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe she feels like she disappointed her mom and isn't representing her mom's parenting in the best way. I don't know. Well, like, and then look how conservative her mom was. Her mom was like, don't get involved in that crapola. (laughs) Like, okay, mom, what what are you talking? What is this? Leave it to beaver? Fly above all the haters. Yeah. That's what her mom says. Let your haters be your motivators. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda's mom invented motivational posters. (laughs) Hang in there, babe. (laughs) He he is live, laugh, love. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm literally going to stitch don't get involved in that crapola on a pillow. Can you stitch? (laughs) I'm going to learn. Okay. And Cassie says she feels like a horrible person. But maybe she is. And so what? Mm-hmm. It took a lot of piss flaps to confront those girls at dinner, though. <laughs> Joe Vani. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Who Also in this episode, we had Julie getting a ton of confessional airtime, which we also call affectionately on this pod, the elimination edit. And it was. Like, I mean, a lot of screen time. They were like, Julie, and- what do you think about that? It's 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 crazy because did they input that in after she got eliminated? <laughs> like how does editing work? I don't know work in the industry, so I don't know how editing works. But so like it's just really crazy that they would film her. They would add so much so much of her confessionals in this episode. They I guess that's how that's not how editing works then, right? I guess they they they, <laughs> they get all this tape on all the girls, and then once they know the outcome, then they go back and they retcon the episode. So that's why. This ed- this edit for Julie was to invest us in her story so that there would be a climax at the elimination. You know, last time we got a lot of Kelly. That was a big Kelly episode. And so that carried through here because now she was up for elimination. But here we needed to get to know Julie so that we could miss her when she was gone. Did you just crack the code on TV editing? I mean, I mean it's storytelling. I mean, this is discussed on the right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The right process, my other gig, yes. the one that I get paid for. <laughs> well, let's talk about this episode's ANTM contributions to pop culture. Dr. Anaya. There wasn't a lot, but <laughs> I think Julie Slash going any. I think Julie going home for having long-term plans is a contribution to pop culture. Yeah. Because Tara tells them these girls every time modeling is not forever you will get old at 25 and you have to retire have some have have a business plan before you know before you go into this business Mm -hmm. and julie says i want to own a sweatshop and she has to go (laughs) home for that well she doesn't say a sweatshop it's code okay it's if you work in the industry it's code for that wow okay all right yeah 
And Fulton, you had nothing that you found valuable in this episode. <laughs> Which is a valid, I mean, valid choice. I found a lot valuable in this episode, but I would not say it's a contribution to pop culture, no. I will say that my contribution for this episode is Takara because she is a contribution in every episode that she appears in. And she's a contribution to fashion. Yeah. She is a delight. She a is del- truly. A, a delight? Yeah. I feel like she's more than that. Well, she can be many things. Listen, one of which can, is a delight. I can tell that Groove is in her heart. And yes. so she's a delight. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the good stuff. What is the cringe of the week? Ew, gross. I am going to say, Miss Anne's makeover, I just cannot believe that (laughs) Anthony and Leonardo sat there and let whoever did those highlights be like, this looks good. Yeah. People pay good money for this. It's It's just like two fucking chunks. She's like a fucking skunk. It's less a makeover and more a make a mistake. Yeah, it looks like fucking Pepe Le Pew. Like, Jesus. It's terrible. This is is why I said if Julie hadn't made her comment, Anne would have been in the bottom and gone home this week. I would have fired Leonardo and Anne. I've been like, (laughs) I've been like, um, Peter, who are you hiring? (laughs) Who gave Anne racing stripes? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Looking like a fucking, I don't even know which fucking union jack up in this shit. Yeah, it's like two chunk ones and then it's like some in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's bad. Fulton, what is your cringe? Um, Amanda bragging about her son being conceived on 9-11. That, that so much information. Cringe. Yes, but I was also born on that day way before. Right. That was actually but a you, thing. But you were born like before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she was like... Not, not oh, way too long before, you guys. I'm only 30. <laughs> Yeah, so you were born like 10 years before. Yeah, I was. <laughs> um, and like, she's just really joyously talking about this. And I was like, huh, <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, like, w- was the baby daddy that, g- well, I mean, I guess he was that good because it fertilized the egg and whatnot. But <laughs> what does he look like? I mean, I mean, if I was getting a baby pounded into me on 9-11, I'm not sure I would share that on television. I wouldn't share with anyone if I was being pounded and, give- and being pounded. I don't I show mean, those type of secrets with people. I mean, well, who, I uh, no, I, I have Twitter. Very Scorpio Moon of you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where life will take me. I might need to make some money. <laughs> wow. I don't know where life will take me. <laughs> so I can't say I would never do that. I I might need to make some money on OnlyFans. I love your openness. I love your openness to being disgusting. Um, Charlie, what is your cringe? Because I'm sure you have one. Uh, for me, it's Jay's blazer when he's uh, doing the uh, the challenge of this episode. Um, those are not small sequins, folks. They are they are nickels. Maybe <laughs> they're quarters. Quarters. They're, they're like they're like the half dollar. They are <laughs> like they are. They are like Spartan nipples from the movie 300. They are large. They are reflective. And not in charge. They are like mother of pearl uh that was the fashion so, crime it is so much that was that, that blazer was a hate crime and we could <laughs> I was not say that it's a hate crime <laughs> no one said what if we didn't have the sequence someone said let's add sequence <laughs> <laughs> you know what someone this means to, someone went up to just like is this missing something jay and it was like <laughs> big sequence big bold look at me sequence <laughs> was someone hire me for commercial <laughs> he's like i want to sound like castanets when i walk <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they held up the first copy of it and he was like more <laughs> did you hear me i said sequence more. <laughs> oh. oh man well where is julie now in three two one breaking news julie did some test shots as many of the other girls do but she stopped modeling she never opened up her manufacturing company so there's that so she said it all for nothing um and she is private on instagram so we could not follow her nor do i want to add her because we talked about her on this episode i mean but we're also like we're also pro julie we're pro plan I, I'm absolutely pro plan. I mean, come on, you have a, you have to have a backup. Really? Sometimes that backup is just not really looked looked. At, it's frowned upon in the industry. Really, the only person she wouldn't follow is you because 
Charlie and I did not accuse her of trying to start a sweatshop. <laughs> and like I said, you call a spade a spade. <laughs> wow. I mean, is that what the saying is like? I don't know that much. Yeah, no, it's call a spade a spade. Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. But before we go, Fulton, where can our guests find you and perhaps even find your very exciting new endeavor? Oh, my goodness. Um, let me make sure I get this right. Uh, so they can follow me on Twitter at Jackson Fulton 2 uh, on Instagram, Lysander6791. And I believe at the time of this episode, uh, we are just kicking off my podcast, which is Fix Her, a scandal podcast, where we go episode by episode and try to fix mistakes that Olivia Pope has made. Yes. Ooh, I want to be on that. I love scandal. I will, we're currently, well, currently we've released three episodes, but. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I, um, I love Scandal and her little crying face and always drinking her moonshine. I think I might, I think I know exactly what season I'll put you on because we're, because <laughs> we've been recording uh, season two. I think you'll be great on season three. <laughs> um, and I do that with my friend, Noelle. Um, and you can follow the podcast at uh, Podcast Fix on Twitter. Yay. Congrats. Yeah, it's exciting. Excited. Yeah, it's so exciting. So much work. It's a <laughs> yes. little, it's a baby that takes a lot of fucking work. Yes. Dr. Anaya, where are you at? I am here. I am the moment. <laughs> I am in the moment. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore according to Joe. Um, on Twitter, my new, my new Twitter, oh God, um, at Giovanni Anaya. I don't think there's an underscore or any hyphens in it. I really, I don't know, but no, it's just your name. You're right. Okay, cool. Perf. Um, find me on there. And I had to make a whole new Twitter after being on fucking Twitter for like almost 20 years. Or telling someone to hang a tweet in MoMA. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> because that was violent. Yeah. Hanging? Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Charles Jensen or on Twitter at Charles underscore Jensen. I am a delight. Or you could buy his books. You won't be sorry until I make you sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Scorpio moment. I've ever yeah, heard of that Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> That's going to go on my family crest. <laughs> at this point, you have like seven things on your I know. My family crest is going to say Rothschild on it. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm delusional. Um, Manifesting. My... My man, uh, <laughs> manifesting my, man. <laughs> my family crest will have fuck around and find out online. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Love I love that. Um, and don't forget to follow the pod on all socials. Um, so this is a mouthful. <laughs> it's our own goddamn pod. Follow at ywbotpod um, on both Twitter and Instagram. Give us a like, you know, reach in our DMs. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you don't want. And know that you're telling Giovanni when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the Fixer podcast, keep your comments to yourself. Yes. <laughs> Tell them. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. It's great to see you again, Fulton. Dr. Anaya, as always, you are a delight, a pleasure. You are the moment. <laughs> Thank you, as are you. All right, take care, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Am I getting a promotion after this? <laughs>